When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Auburn Live podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Where you go? And we are live. How about you, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Auburn Live recruiting show. It's recruiting edition, also known as the Shrivel Freaking Pod. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. And if you're not a member of that site, man, this is a perfect time to get signed up. we got a big-time flash sale going on right now. $1 for four months. Yeah, $1 for four months. No, no kidding. Or 50% off an annual. Can't beat it. It's like a, a cute puppy. I always want to say a sore pecker, but I always think that might get me in trouble. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, I am uh, joined today, as always, I'm on the Shrivel Pod by Mr. Jay Head, Mr. Cole Pinkston. Jay Head, how you doing, big dog? Doing good, brother, doing good. Thinking about refinancing my uh, my membership there, dropping back down to that $1 somehow. But other than that, man, I'm doing fantastic. Yeah, Looking yeah. forward to the discussion today and uh, got some interesting trivia notes for you guys at the end of the show. So we'll oh. see if we can uh, guess that coach. Interesting. Hey, Cole, how about up, yourself, man? man? How you doing? Well, I just I'm more excited now that I know we've got trivia at the end of this thing. No doubt. Something to look forward to. <laughs> uh yeah. And if y'all haven't if y'all been under the Auburn recruiting rock, you will know, unless you have been under the rock, you know that Keith Neighbor, Auburn recruiting guru, Keith Neighbor has joined Auburn Live on three, been killing it, and we are absolutely ecstatic to have him as a member of the team. And I know our subscribers are too. So this is, like I said, this is about the best time you can find to to, uh, to sign up for Auburn Live on three. You've got the the, the flash sale going on, and right now with with, with Keith with Keith coming on board, we've had content uh, continuously, and it's been fantastic. The intel, the insiders. I don't know how many insiders we've had in the past twenty four hours. Um, big news last night. I was getting ready to go to bed. Keith was texting me, man. There was you know five star Quay Russell and. Five-star James Smith both setting official visits to Auburn for June 24th, which we had we we, we were expecting that. Mm-hmm. If you were at the war room on Monday, um, and I think we talked about that before. I think Cole thrown that at me um, at some point last week or two. Uh, but big weekend again. We just came off of a huge weekend, going into another big weekend. Nine guys are are scheduled right now to come in for an official visit, and. Uh, let's see. I know we, we, you've got the four guys from Langston Hughes, Bo Hughley, the four-star tackle, is committed to Georgia's coming in. You've got Jelani Thurman, the four-star tight end from Langston Hughes. You've got Joshua Horton, the three-star defensive tackle. Terrence Love, the Auburn commitment, is going to come over for an unofficial visit. And you've got Hunter Osborne, four-star defensive lineman from Hewitt Trustful. You've got Jakeem Jackson. Yes. Little-known three-star defensive back from – is it Kissimmee or Kissimmee? Kissimmee. That's what I said. Who's the other Auburn player that's been from there? Has there been another one? T-Bell. His cousin. Desharvin? Yeah. T-Bell. T-Bell. Uh, Keldrick Falk, four-star edge is coming in. Ruben Bain, four-star edge is coming up from Miami. Am I leaving anyone out? Jelani hey, DJ Chester. DJ Chester, yeah. DJ Chester, CJ Allen. Both yeah, four yeah, stars yeah. At, at their at their position. See, so huge weekend right now. That's nine right now, as far as I know. And I'm, I did some checking before I came on the show. That is the list for now. Uh, obviously, people could reschedule. People could be added. But as of Thursday afternoon, those are the guys expected to come in on Friday. Now, a week ago, we saw Jaden Osbury come in. This is since our last shrivel pod. Jaden Osbury, four-star linebacker. Jamal Jarrett, four-star defensive tackle. Brock Glenn came in for his official visit. And Jafrard came in for an official visit. Big offensive lineman from Georgia. Um, and also, 
uh, let's not forget about uh, Tasilla Akana. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the four-star top 100 edge. Originally from Hawaii, I think he's now in Utah. He came in for an unofficial visit on Friday. I think Cole talked to him when he left. Cole, you uh, were there Friday for Akana. Were there Sunday for uh, these official visits, man? What did you think about the weekend and some of the guys Auburn might have made a, a move for? Yeah, um, Akana, man, he he's been one of my favorite interviews for so far. First of all, he's just he's just a, a fun guy to talk to. He wanted to hang out and talk, and you know. The whole family was real nice, and uh, I asked him, and I said, "Does the family feel at Auburn?" That's that's kind of the that's the thing we hear a lot from recruits. I said, "I said, what did that? What was that like? Did did you feel welcome?" He goes, "Oh man, it was it was great." Coach Rockbell and Tony, um, all the coaches. He said they walked me out. I mean, everything. They, they were so nice to my family. He said, "I'm really gonna come back here. I, I'm gonna officially visit here." So. We're waiting to see if that's going to happen. Uh, he's got a lot of schools calling his name. He said he's got forty plus offers. Um, just a just a tall, you know, perfect frame edge guy from Hawaii. I mean, he's he's what he's highly wanted. So that was good getting him on campus. And now that he wants to return, that's that's huge, huge update there. So many edge targets. I mean, there's a bunch of edge targets that are that are out there that are studs. So yeah, I mean. That and then you had the official visitors, Jay Nosberry, Ian Jeffrard. I would say those two Auburn leads for. Um, who else was there this weekend? Uh, Brock Glenn. Yeah, Brock Glenn. I'd say Auburn still leads for Brock Glenn, even though he's still getting attention from Ohio State, Florida, some of the big schools. Um, so yeah, I, it was a big weekend. I, I think it's going to be an even bigger weekend this weekend. Oh, Jamal Jarrett. Jamal Jarrett. That was another one. Well, as to Jayhead, what do you think about Jamal Jarrett? Love that. And, of course, Keith had a great piece. I want to make sure that we give him some love here on that. As far as the versatility of how the coaching staff sees him, I more or less had him pegged as a pure nose tackle. They see him as having the versatility to swing up and down the defensive line of playing the three-tech, playing the nose, maybe even going out and playing a five-tech. But loved his comments. He's so athletic. Yeah, he is. And and large. Yeah. (laughs) just Here's the other thing about him. The fact that he's wanting to come back already and said two different occasions, hey, I want to come down with my friend Sadir Mitchell, who's a huge target for us, and I want to come back for Big Cat Weekend at the end of July. So what that tells me is he's not on verge of committing to Georgia, who I would probably say is the favorite as of today. But that means that he's not in the mindset of, hey, I'm going to be pulling the trigger right now, which is a good thing for us because we got in that recruitment a little bit late. Yeah. The more time, the more visits we get him on campus, the better off we're going to be. Yeah, um, actually, it was a weird recruitment. He, he was the guy who he was like, hey, Auburn, you know, I'm interested. And Auburn's yeah. like, oh, shit, okay, all right yeah. then. And, and that, yeah. that stemmed from his relationship with Inichi Sledge, Sledge. But talking about, you know, we talked about Auburn's visits coming up this weekend. There's some other visits of kids that Auburn's recruiting, visiting elsewhere. Jamal Jarrett is going to Georgia this weekend. Quay Russell, James Smith, or the 17th. I'm sorry. Who was the other one? Brock Glenn. When is he going to uh, – Florida State this weekend. Florida State Florida this State. weekend. Probably he's working on getting an Ohio State OB too, and that could happen the next weekend if he still wants to stick to his plan, which was what he told us that weekend was he wants to get it done before the Elite 11, which is the beginning of July. So, June yeah, 28th. June 28th, which is my birthday. So, yeah, cool. Interesting. <laughs> 40 looks good on you, Cole. Appreciate right. it. We definitely need to stuff Mike Norvell and Ryan Day in a locker on that one. We, we Landon Brock Glenn would be huge for this class. Uh, let's see. Who else is coming in uh, or going out this weekend? I thought there was uh, – oh, uh, Dakari, Nelson, Dakari Nelson is going to Penn State. Just had an update on him. Four-star safety from Selma. Kind of been a roller coaster recruitment as far as interest from Auburn, as far as I knew. Like, he, he might have yeah. been a top target and a high priority all along. I didn't know that. Or if he was, I didn't know that. And I don't know that he was because I, I, I had been checking on him. But he came to camp Monday, was very impressive. Auburn gave him a lot of love. He won defensive MVP, defensive back MVP. Um, he's going to come back for an official visit, but this weekend he's going to Penn State. And, and Keith posted on the corner today our message board on Auburn Live on three that Penn State feels like they got a really, really good shot with him, and they probably do. I mean, I, they probably do feel that way. 
but he's going to come back to Auburn. You got to like Auburn. I think Tennessee's involved, Clemson's involved, and uh, Texas just got recently got involved for him. So those are kind of his top five schools. Uh, but a lot of official visits going on, not just at Auburn, and we'll be tracking all of those at Auburn Live on three. Let's talk, turn turn to this weekend, guys. Coming in Friday. I mean, we read the list. What are you going to be looking for, Jay Head? I'm going to be looking for how does this visit affect Keldrick Falk? He's coming off edge is a massive need in this class. He's a kid that's extremely talented, very athletic, fits everything that we need from that edge position. He's a kid that's very close in proximity to Auburn. He's just had his first official visit to Clemson. Now it's our opportunity to kind of counterpunch. He's been on campus before, but an official visit is different. And can we put that family feel to him? Can we show him the importance that he brings to this class and not only of what he's going to do for our roster and the ability to play right away, but what he can do of bringing other guys with him in this class? So Keldrick Falk's a big one for me that I'm going to be following. Really love the cornerback, Jakeem Jackson. I think he's a kid that's going to continue to rise up the rankings. Got great height, length, very good hips. Uh, you see him when you watch his highlights. He can play multiple coverages, whether he's in press or off man. Also looks like he's run some zones where he's comfortable doing a lot of different things in the secondary. I think he would be a big piece to add to this class. It gives you some flexibility moving forward if you can slam that one. Um, and then also, you know, DJ Chester. I would love to get another piece on this offensive line in this class sooner rather than later. I think he's a fantastic player. Me and Cole have been high on him since we watched his highlights. He's only yeah. continued to rise in the rankings, and I think he will continue to do so. He's just a kid that provides a lot of versatility, could play right tackle, could play guard. So those are the three guys I'm really watching this weekend as to what happens with them. We make a move. Can we close them out by, by July? That's what I'm hoping for. Cole, what about yourself, man? You know, well, first of all, I'm absolutely with you on Chester, Jay Head. I, I think that guy is not talked about enough. I think he's a big time. I really think that Auburn likes him a lot, probably up there with, you know, old McElderry and, and uh, Hughley and some of those guys. I think he's in that level. I think so, so, too. That's a huge visit this weekend that we haven't talked enough about, I think. I think we need to talk more about him. Um, and I really think Auburn's probably in good shape there. Uh, I don't really know – who else is, is a huge threat? I know Auburn likes him, and I know he likes Auburn. So that's that's just what we know going into the visit, and I think um, we'll find out a lot more when he gets done this weekend too. So the other teams that I know that are in the mix are Florida State, Ole Miss, and South Carolina. Those are your other three big teams that are also in the mix for Chester. I've been kind of doing some research there. And my bad, Jeffrey, I know I cut you off, but I did want to jump in and say there is some legitimate competition for DJ Yeah, yeah definitely. I would think so because he's he's that kind of guy for sure. I, I, I'm going to take the Langston Hughes quartet. Yep. Ah, man, there, there's been so much momentum for Auburn, so much excitement for Auburn, so much buzz for Auburn around, uh, around them. You've, you've already gotten Terrence Love, who kind of a roller coaster there. He was going to commit, and he wasn't going to commit, and then he did commit. And now he's going to come back on campus with Josh Horton, who's who uh, I think he – what did I see about Josh? Did he commit – I mean, did he uh, get a new offer? From Florida. Yeah, he's, he's got a Florida Yeah, he added Florida. Florida. That's Florida. right. Yes. So he, he – and we, we kind of expected this, right? I mean, we, we didn't think he was going to be this un, un, uh, lower-ranked recruit for long. Some people think he should be a four-star and will end up being a four-star before it's over with. Jelani Thurman, Bo yes. Hughley, Josh Horton. Uh, uh, all guys that I, I really I, I want to talk to Bo when he leaves. I want to see what he says there. I know what he told me last week, and uh, kind of it's kind of been up and down for him with Auburn. But I really think he wants to be at Auburn, and I want to see if Auburn really wants to be him, wants him to be at Auburn. Because if they want him to be at Auburn, and those three guys, Jelani, Josh, uh, commit, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be interesting. So, uh, and, and Auburn could certainly and is in a position right now to flip him if they want to, as well as McElderry, two yeah. offensive line guys from Georgia, which will be huge. And, you know, we talked about – I don't know that we talked about it because it was last week, but Prentice Nolan, the yeah. 2024 yeah. quarterback, Auburn was – they watched him at camp last Friday and was like, 
He's number one. Yes. Yeah, he's he's the real deal. He's number one. And uh, and I think we talked about this last week or the week before, but I was I was <clears throat> leery of how he would if he was the Harson type quarterback. Uh, because when I see a lefty like him, tall, lean, quick, can run, you know, I, I'm not thinking Michael Vick or anything, but I'm thinking more of a dual threat guy. Yeah. But I, uh, but but man, he was he was the, the little that I watched. I mean, we, our heads were spinning at that camp that afternoon, uh, talking a lot on the side. But the little that I saw of him, that he he can he can, he can throw it. He's good. He can really spin it, Jeffrey. I mean, I've been very impressed with his highlights of what I've seen and. Uh, I know Coach Boone, his high school coach, extremely high on what he can be. They don't even think he's even close to a finished product at this point. So how does he progress from his junior year to his senior year? They think he can continue to just to get better. Um, okay. I, I, I got to think that Harson's seeing the same thing. I think that's the best thing about him, J-Head. When you look at the guys they've taken out of the portal and some of these guys, you know, they trust their evaluations. They know what they're seeing, and they feel like they're um, – the way that they can, you know, make them better when they get on campus with the tools they have. I think that's the way they go about things. And uh, especially with quarterbacks, I think Brock Glenn is – we've talked about him being really good, but he's not a finished product. Neither is Holden Gurner. But they have the tools that fit what they want to do. So those are the guys they will, you know, put all their eggs in their basket for, so to speak, um, you know, and bring them in and mold them the way they want to. That's just – they can see things differently than the way we might see things because they're not finished products yet. So that's the way they're going to do it, you know, live or die by it, which is, I think that's fine. A couple, a couple of guys have, we, we have added in the, in the last week to official visitors to the official visit list coming up uh, June 17th. We only had Connor Lou at one point. Now you've got Lewis Carter. I think we had Lewis Carter last week, but uh, David Hobbs, four-star defensive lineman from another four-star defensive lineman, North Carolina, coming in the 17th. Jeremiah Cobb confirmed that he's coming in next weekend, uh, the running back from Montgomery who just came off of a Clemson visit. And then Anthony James, four-star defensive lineman from Texas, who was he – he was committed to Texas A&M? Yes. He was. Yeah. Decommitted. He's coming in. Um, And shit, man. And I'm sure there will be more. That's two, four – that's five guys, and then Deron Reed's coming in for another four-star defense. Dude, Jimmy Brumbaugh is killing it, man. I, at yeah, least yeah. getting these guys to visit, right? I mean, you've got ten four-star defense linemen right now, and you hope you can get two of them, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's amazing to me. And, look, I think we all should have expected this because Auburn recruits itself somewhat. But last year, how new this staff was and how they were just not necessarily able to touch base with the caliber of athlete that we are accustomed to recruiting at Auburn. Fair. I mean, I think they were in on some really great kids. I think they ended up signing some fantastic kids. But at the very beginning, it was, you know, very touch and go with, you know, Auburn being able to circulate its name amongst the elite of the elite. That's not an issue this year. I mean, this weekend, you're getting represented by the states of Georgia. Florida and Auburn and it's a, excuse me and Alabama and it's a huge huge it's a who's who list of prospects from those states and you're talking about SEC battles for each and every one of those prospects. It's not like we're fighting Texas Tech for kids. You're fighting Florida, Tennessee, Georgia, Alabama, the big dogs. We're not going against the, you know the North Carolinas this year. Mississippi we're State. On, yeah, the Mississippi States. We're going head to head with the guys that we want to be better than each and every year. Yep. And, and we we say it every week, but and everybody wants the commitments, commitments, commitments. And man, you know, some some are going to come. Yes, but yeah. some, some of these guys, man, it, it, it's all going to come down to this fall, in, in my opinion. The class, it, it, say what you want, get them on visits, whatever. But man, if Auburn can win and make noise this fall, they have they've positioned themselves for a, for an incredible recruiting class, in my opinion. I agree. It, and I think it's just showing them stability, Jeffrey. I mean, I think if – if Biggest concern? Yeah, is the perception of instability from other coaching staffs talking about Auburn. This, they're deterring some of these kids potentially from going ahead and probably making a verbal commitment. Mm. But if we show that progress and upward trajectory on the field this fall, I'm with you. I think we get to about 10 commitments before the season starts. And then after the season starts, if we win those first four or five ball games and we're rolling – and Jack Calzada's looking good. 
guess what, guys? You're about to see us turn it up on the trail a whole other level. I firmly believe that. I'm with you, Jeffrey. I mean, and you're talking close to a top 10 class, if not a top 10 class. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, that's the ceiling, right? I mean, I'm not thinking top five or anything. You're not yeah. recruiting up there with Georgia, Alabama, A&M, Ohio State, even Clemson at this point. Those are going to yeah. be your top five, right? Um, I think the ceiling here is eight to 12. Yes, I, I think that's a, that's a great range. Absolutely. And look, you you know, let's just say on this first five games, you drop one to an LSU or a Penn State. Even if that were to happen, uh, you you still have – there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes with the coaches talking to guys and getting them on campus so many times. They're obviously laying out their plan for them very well, mm-hmm. and they're listening to it. If they can see that on the field, even if you drop one of those games, one of those yeah. early games – you know, those are things the fans don't don't pick up on, but the players will go, oh, I saw – that's exactly what they told me, you know, when I was on this visit. That's going to be a big difference too, and those are the things we can't quite calculate. It's the things that the players know what they're looking for, and uh, I think just to me that's why the visits have been so important because they're on the boards, they're going in the offices and the meeting rooms, and they're seeing all this for themselves. They got to see it on the field, even if you lose a couple of games like that. So do you have to win? You really need to to get up in that top ten range, but you also have that going too, right? Yeah, and I think it's it's somewhat showing progress too. Okay, it's not just yeah, but does the offense look better than last year? Does it look more efficient? Are we scoring at a higher clip? You know, the defense did they take a step forward in the back end? You know, all those things that recruits are looking at, like you said, how can they be featured? Are guys getting drafted yeah. in position? Yeah. Is playing time available? So all of those things are factors that come into play. But from a stability standpoint, like you said, Cole, if we can get to that seven-win, eight-win territory, and it's like, you know, hey, Coach Harson's got this program in the right direction. We're trending correctly. This is only going on the up. That's going to give kids the green light to say, you know what, I want to be a part of this. This is something special. Yeah. I think guys, too, like maybe Kai Preen, who has an official visit set up for a game this fall, um, who Auburn seems to be trending for right now, uh, he's a guy that maybe fits the role of what they want to do with Coy Moore, who they just picked up. So you see how that goes. Coy Moore is a guy from the same area of the country. Um, you know, I think every little move means something to these guys. I think they're paying attention. Where Were they paying attention that closely last year? Maybe not to a T. You know, I think that's what the difference has been when people ask us that. What's the difference? You know, they're just – they're really getting them in there and getting them to pay attention to every little move. And I think that's important. And, you know, that football only facility will be up. Uh, yeah. yeah. When is it, when is it, when is it going to be ready, Cole? Didn't you write something about that today? Uh, well, they just put out today that there would be more updates coming in the next week on progress and construction. So I thought at one point it was supposed to be ready by August or in August. Was yeah, I think in- it is supposed to be ready by the fall. Right. Yeah. I think right now the last update I got from a friend that's a little bit tied into that situation is it's probably October, mm. November ish. Yeah. We could move in during the season, but I don't think Harson wants to do that. They're probably going to wait till January now to move in January of 2023. So that's probably going to be the official move in date. But I think construction will be complete and probably open for being able to be toured for you know, official visits, things of that nature, probably in November. That, they, the, probably, they probably won't get the, you know, practice field and all that stuff going until after the season, if I had to imagine, coaches' offices, things like that. But they'll have it they'll have it up and running, though, I would think. I wrote about it. Of course, we all have here recently, but I thought, man, that thing's supposed to be ready in two months. Yeah, nothing ever gets built on time, does it? <laughs> no. Not no. these days. No. No. Don't even get me started on road work. Auburn, the city of Auburn waits all fall, spring long. And then, and then when, finally when the, the, the college kids go home and it's, and it's a beautiful, nice town and you can drive up through Tumor's Corner without, you know, a bunch of idiots, <laughs> that's when all the construction starts. So yeah. I'll yeah. just leave it at that. The last weekend in June, June 24th, we mentioned Quay Russell. Uh, James Smith, two five-star defensive lineman from Montgomery. They set their official visits. This is who's coming in for that weekend. Talk about defensive line. James Smith, Quay Russell, Jamal Jarrett, that's the weekend he's coming back. And he's even going to camp, I think, that Friday. Yeah. Sidear Mitchell's coming down. His buddy from New Jersey's coming down. Four-star defensive lineman. I think he is a, uh, a top 300 guy. 
Yes. Uh, uh, and then you've got Phil Picciotti coming down from Pennsylvania. He's a three-star guy, but Auburn loves that kid. Yep. Loves that kid. Hopes ho- hopes they can get him uh, get him locked in. But might, he might actually be moving up the board right now since uh, D. Creighton just committed to Clemson there. So expected to right. I, mean, I don't think he's going public with it. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, I, 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 I've been on and off past twenty four hours, so I'm just making sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, and then you know we, we talked about this guy a lot uh, because he was one of the first to set an official visit, and he's really high on Auburn. But since everything else has been going on the last couple of weeks, he's kind of fallen. To, but Clay Wheaton's coming. He's finally come. You know, he's coming back. Clay yeah, Wheaton. Clay Wheaton. Yeah. I'm Florida, coming back in uh, from Tampa, coming back to Auburn that weekend. So, and you know, there's going to be more for that weekend. I, I think yeah. Auburn is expecting yeah. a very, very big weekend the last weekend in June. Definitely things to keep. Uh, I think so too. Yeah. To track there. Um, as far as commitments go, yes. I know Jay has, Jay has got him uh, got his list ready. Uh, everybody wants to know how many how many commitments before the end of June. We've we've said, hey, let's 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 let's, pro- uh, let's extend that to August the first. Yes, I think. As a matter of fact, Jay had you just said you thought ten by September. Yes, ten ten by September first. That's what I think. So let's see. I've got a couple that I expect in the next six weeks. What about you? Yeah. I got two or three. I got five. Okay. Before we go on, for, for people who are not listening, Cole brought up a good point. D. Creighton is expected to commit to Clemson. He was supposed to come in this weekend to visit Auburn, canceled that visit, presumably because he's 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 made a commitment to Clemson. And I checked with my guys behind the scenes, and that's exactly what has happened. Well, uh, I'm sure he'll announce it soon. But he's he, he was going to come in. There were going to be ten guys this weekend. D. Creighton is no longer coming. Uh, Clay, uh, Cole <laughs> mentioned the linebacker board. Then, then that, I think that moves up guys like Pitch. Uh, well, Pichiotto, I think he's the top five guy, anyways. But uh, yeah, yeah. Jeremiah Tellender. Tellender, yes. Um, yeah. Was a name that was thrown at me um, after the D. Creighton news had, had started to to leak. But uh, let's get back to the, uh, the the commitments, the thing everybody wants to hear about. Cole, well, let me let me start with you. You've got a couple. Yeah. The, yeah. the, what are we talking about here, Jay? What's our uh, what's our parameters here of discussion? So, parameters for discussion is between now and the beginning of fall camp. So, let's go between now and I guess fall camp starts what August fourth. Uh, yeah, early August. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So, and, and we're going specific here, right? The guys we think will be in the class by that time. Yes, the guys yeah. we think will be in the class by that time. Despite me saying on the live show Tuesday night mm-hmm. that there is concern for Brock Glenn, I'm going to go with Brock Glenn being in the class uh, in the month of July or you know June 28th when he said he was going to go. I think that'll happen still. Um, you want me to go ahead and go with all of my guys that I'm thinking of right now? Yeah, yeah go, go ahead. Go ahead, Cole. Okay. So Brock Glenn, I think – I think Jeremiah Cobb will be in the class before that time. I'm watching Jay Nas very closely. I just don't know when he's going to make his decision, but it could be before August. It, it, he's one of the ones that would be on my list right now. I think DJ Chester, a guy who's coming in this weekend, offensive lineman from, I believe he's from Conyers, Georgia, Eagles Landing Christian. Yeah. I think uh, – I think it's really a, a three-team race with him. I th- you named some guys, Jay Head. I think LSU was in there at one point. I'm not sure they are anymore. Um, I think Auburn's the team that just stands out, and I think he doesn't want to wait too long. So, I'll go with Chester and uh, Josh Horton. Okay. And those are my those are my picks. Was that four? Four. Five. Was it five? <clears throat> Brock, Cobb, Osbury, Chester, and Horton. Yeah, I'm on the fence about Osbury, but I wanted to bring him up to, just because he's one of those guys. It to me, it's um, it's when and not if. I, yeah, yeah. I, I think he's going to be December, Jeffrey. But I yeah, think I think I he's in the class. Yeah, you're probably right, Jayhead. I'm going to drop him out just for that reason. But I I feel pretty good about Auburn there. Brock Cobb, DJ Chester, Horton. Uh, I cannot wait until Brock Glenn 
gets a jump in the rankings. He should, right? I mean, no, he's coming. I, I saw it happen on another side already. I think okay. Yeah, I think it's going to be coming. Probably, uh, if I had to guess, uh, our good friend and uh, our friend at the site, Thad Simmons, is probably going to wait to lay eyes on him at the Elite 11 Finals, if I had to yeah, guess. Probably so. And once he show, if he does what I think he's capable of doing there, I think he's going to get a much needed rise in the rankings. And, and I'm okay with that, only because of what happened with Holden last year. You don't want to see a guy go out there and tank just after making him a, a four star. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think they're probably going to protect themselves a little bit there. I'm okay with that. I'm okay course, with that. He will rise in the consensus rankings if he's going up. I was going to say, uh, who was it, Jay Head, that. Uh, Rivals jumped him to the number 205 player in the country okay. and a. Uh, a, a 5.84 star. Right on. I see it now. Rivals 204. 204, uh, which is no one else has him nationally ranked. Correct. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Rivals getting out in front, which is uh, uh, an, an anomaly, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, Farrell's gone, man. Well, I, mean, I, know as, I know as well as anybody, dude. I worked there for a long time. They they were they were uh, they drove they dragged their feet a lot. Um, so <laughs> good for them. Good for them. All right, Jay Head, what you got, big dog? Okay, so I'm going to second Cole on Brock Glenn. Like I said, I think we uh, slam Mike Norvell in the locker and uh, get Brock Glenn. Come June the 28th-ish, somewhere in that territory, I do think that he visits Ohio State, but relationships um, will play themselves out. I think he's a relationship kid. I think Auburn really kind of set the tone for his recruitment with that, with that official visit. And because of the late offer by Ohio State and the fact they're pursuing another kid that's committed to Baylor, I just feel like he knows that Auburn sold on him. So we're going to get that one. The next one, if he stays well, I'm going to go with you, Jay Lee, because I think this kid's going to make a decision. I'm going to go with Rockwes McKeldry as a yeah. foot from Georgia yeah. at the end of the month. I considered him. I, I really did. I wasn't ready to go there yet, but I do like where Auburn sits. On my piece that I put together on the board on reading the offensive line room, I had him still staying with Georgia after talking to somebody today and Jay Lee's confidence. I'm going to change that pick and say that he flips into the class. Now, that could all change because he's visiting Georgia this weekend. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, they, he may shut everything down afterwards. If he doesn't, I really like that prediction. The next player, if he stays through his commitment timeline, is going to be Josh Horton. Yeah, yeah. After that, I'm going to go with Jelani Thurman because I think he's set to commit at the end of July. And then after him, I'm going to go Jeremiah Cobb. That's my five. I got two bonus guys that may or may not pull the trigger. Um, obviously, one is a main man from Louisiana, Kai Preen. I'm going to be on watch for him because I think there's a, a, a distinct possibility he commits. If he visits for Big Cat Weekend like I think he could, I think there's a possibility he commits shortly thereafter. And then also Keldrick Falk. I think he's a guy that's going to do four OVs in the month of June and is probably going to shut down his recruitment shortly thereafter and make a decision. I like it. I I, I want to ask on – I think we talked about this with Preen. But he wants – I remember seeing him or being told that he was going to visit for the Penn State game – Yes, and and that he was had already he was going to announce. I think it's at the end of July, or before his senior season. Before his senior season, that's what I saw, Jeff. Okay, and if that's the case, I can't imagine him scheduling an official visit after his commitment, unless it's to the school that in, to which he's going to commit. Uh, he would definitely be on my list. I know. Yeah, I I, I would I, I've got him in the class come mid August. Unless he goes, oh, you know, coach, I'm, I'm committed, but I want to wait until I come, you know, whatever. I, I, I think he's a done deal right now. I think uh, McElderry, man, I'm – it's just – it would take a lot this weekend for Georgia, I think, to change his mind because I think right now he is he, – he's planning on – flipping his commitment hmm. i think he is planning on flipping his commitment to auburn as we sit here today and i think it will take a lot from georgia this weekend to make him change now don't put it past him no no don't put it past him so no. don't don't, do don't take don't take this as gospel because anytime you're dealing with georgia alabama those guys man you never know 
think everybody listening that's going to be listening at that part is going to go, and where is the catch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Uh, but I, I re- that's how I feel uh, about uh, McKeldry. I'm going to have to say his name right once at, one, at least once a show. <laughs> uh, I, I really think he is Auburn's to lose right now, and they certainly could this weekend. But as it stands, I've got Mac- McElderry commit- on Auburn's commitment list come August the 1st. Got it. I like Jelani Thurman, J-Head. He was yeah, on my are. list. I, I like Jelani Thurman. I like Josh Horton. I like both of those guys. Man, that's uh, that would be – it's very realistic. It's, it's those names that were in my head as well. That is – that would be a big haul right there before the season. I'm not ready to put uh, Bo Hughley on there yet. No. I'm not ready. But, uh, but he's certainly honorable mention right now. Uh, and, and timeline wise, I don't know, but flipping, I think, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off and see see how this weekend visit go. Brock Glenn, absolutely automatic. Yes, I don't care. I don't care if Ohio State. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. I love it. I, I don't I care. Love it. I, I think it's awesome, dude. Go to visit Ohio State and come home and commit to Auburn. Yes. <laughs> cool with me, man. Cool me. Uh, now, yeah. somebody – I was checking out Jeremiah um, Cobb. Is he – has he set a, a, a date or even a timeline? Did he, has he said the summer? That's the only thing holding me back from putting him on my list. I don't know when he's supposed to commit. I don't think he's going to – I don't think he's going to make – he's not really the kind of guy that seems to make a whole lot of announcements. He's just going right. to take care of his business. Okay, so – the feeling with him, Jeffrey, is behind the scenes. He's not a kid that's going to carry this out much longer. That's kind of what I think Keith hinted at in his piece with regard to Jeremiah or his crystal ball prediction, that he's probably going to see his top three teams. in Clemson. He's a, he saw Clemson. He's going to see Auburn on the 17th, and he's supposed to also see Tennessee, I think, on the 24th. And after seeing those three teams, there's it's the likelihood that he can make a decision. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. If he, if he makes a commitment, I absolutely love Auburn there still. He went to Clemson last week. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> to Tennessee, I don't care. He's one of those guys I don't care. I just don't care. I mean, that he's going to other places. Not here. He's fantastic. Just not uh, here. <laughs> Falk is another one. I, I, I've got Auburn for him. I don't know when. Yes. Yeah, yeah I'm starting. Y'all, y'all are talking me into that one a little bit more, too. I, and I really felt like he could be part of the class. Um, I felt like that for a while. Uh, I, he's enjoying the recruitment process. Comes from a small town. I always say that because I know a lot about Highland Home. I'm that's kind of my area, you know. So I, I really think he would want to stay closer to home and go to Auburn. I really do. Cole, I hear you on the small town business. I got busted on the board today on being from my hometown. So yeah, I saw that. Trust me, I hear you. And Elba's not a whole lot further away from Highland Home than who was. He said, "Man, that 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 J Head guy. You know, he kind of looks familiar. I think I've seen him at." At the grocery store or something. <laughs> he saw his mugshot in the post office. <laughs> Say we don't accept checks from this guy. <laughs> and he sometimes he wears that. he wears makeup over his left eye. Ooh, well, they, just you're wanted green. right now. You're trying to find that guy you you whipped up on the other day. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm, the search continues, Cole. The the search continues. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna throw a wild card at you, man. Go ahead, Jakeem Jackson. Oh. Ooh. Would you're not? I'd love that. The T bell connection certainly, mm-hmm. certainly was an, was an eye opener. I would say he's one of those guys to me that we haven't heard about him until a week ago. He shows up, visits, and then commits, and then you never hear about him again because he's already committed. And then he comes in and he's on special teams his freshman year, and he's starting. A, he's a three year starter. <laughs> I mean, those are the, you know what I mean. He's that I, he's he's played. He could easily play that role. I agree. Like, you, you don't hear about this kid. Then he comes in. Then he commits. And then you don't it, hear about that kid. It seems like there's always there. one like that, right? Right. Caleb Wooden. Well, yes. Yeah, Caleb Wooden. Yeah. Caleb Wooden. So I'm I'm going to put Jackson. He's my wild card. Uh, and and he may wait till December. I don't know what his timeline is. I'll tell you uh, who the guy in last year's class was that plays that role for me. That just you didn't hear a whole lot about him, and he came out of nowhere. And then, okay, he's on the commit list. All right, Amari Kelly. That would be yeah. my pick on that one. Yeah, he showed up for Big Cat, and it was on after that. Well, I mean, it was always understood that he liked Auburn, but you just he kind of went silent for a little while, and then boom, he's back in, and a week later, he's committed. 
Well, the, and that was a was that when um, Corn was fired? Yeah, yeah, it was after well, that. Well, he committed before that, so he yeah. was. Uh, yeah, yeah, he, he did. did. He committed. They were both in the class. We got Amari in the fold after Big Cat weekend mm-hmm. when we brought him back in. Because you remember, we brought him in to compete against Camden Brown at the yeah. wide receiver all-state elite camp. And Camden Brown That's right. played phenomenally. Then that kind of went sideways. Um, and then we circled back on Amari, and then we got Camden in the class. So that was kind of how it went. But, um, no, they they committed to corn. Yeah. That's right. That's right. You're yeah. Right. Um, and, and Well, speaking of wide receivers – here is my kind of Jeremiah Cobb part two. Like, I don't know what his timeline is. He's kind of quiet. You don't hear anything from him. Uh, but I would not be surprised to see Carmelo English if he yeah, does make a decision. Yeah. I yeah. think Auburn's the team to beat for him. We don't even – he. I don't think he's been on, on the official – no, he's not on the official visit list. But you got to think he, he's going to, uh, to take one. <clears throat> and we may not hear about it until he shows up or the week before. Thanks but, to our, our guy on the message board, um, AU Mike BK. You know who I'm talking about? I sure do. Yeah. He, he, gives, he gives us a rundown every week of where the top Auburn targets are visiting every week. Oh. Carmelo English will be at Kentucky this weekend. Kentucky? Kentucky is, is, is in the mix, but I still – I'm with you on – I didn't say him because I have no idea what his timeline is, and I don't think anybody does. I think he likes it that way. Um but I still – I would say Auburn. I still have my prediction on Auburn, and, and Keith joined in on that uh, yesterday. A-U Mike B-K, not C-B. It's A-U-M-I-C-B-K. I think it's B-K. Oh, yeah, man. He posts all uh, – yeah, we, we, uh, yeah, he posts all kind of good stuff, man. Yeah, he's great, man. He, he's He's got us – he's doing a great job keeping all those visits together. So oh, that's yeah. my, I guess that's he, my. He posts NFL. He posts USFL. He posts. Yeah, he, he's he's awesome, man. He, he brings yeah. a lot of stuff to the board. We appreciate him. Hey, if you're looking for an update on Phoenix City kids specifically, follow Zuni on the board. Uh, very yeah. into that area. Um, trust that intel very well. I tell you what, man. In the past few weeks, we've had some really good insiders join and uh, and start posting. We got some really good stuff on the message board. Stuff that I didn't know about. Um, yeah, really good stuff. Um, so Carmelo English. So here's who we've got. We've got Jeremiah Cobb. We've got Brock Glenn. We've got DJ Chester. At least, at least one of us. Yes, said these names. I guess that would be my wild card if we were having one of those. Which one? DJ Chester. Okay. No, I, I didn't name him. I don't think Jay had did either. No, it, it's because I think he's going to decide later. I think he's going to take visits. That's, that's the feel I get on his. That's the thing I want everybody to remember about this list is these are only kids that we think were, are going to be committed before August the 10th. The reason I, I – and I know that about Chester, J-Head. The reason I do that is because two things I've thought were true about Chester so far, he's proven me wrong twice. So, okay. I think he's really unpredictable. <laughs> no, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Not well, in a bad way. He what just seventeen year old kid isn't right. Yeah, well, that's just normal. That's Brock Cobb, Chester, uh, Josh Horton, uh, Raquez McKeldery, uh, Jelani Thurman, Kaye Preen, Keldrick Falk, Jakeem Jackson, Carmelo English. Two, four, six, eight, ten. So if Auburn gets six yeah, well, of those, Jay Ed, there you go. If Auburn gets six, that's eight. I'm listen. Excuse me. You know, there's a couple more somewhere. Yes. Well, I'm kind of with you on on Jakeem Jackson. He's been kind of sneaky into Auburn. <laughs> well, and I like it. I love the T Bell connection on that. It just like I like um, the situation for the linebacker from Tampa Catholic, Lewis Carter. Yeah. I love kind of the setup there as far as that's concerned. And then yeah. I like who we're competing against for him because I think the other two big teams are Penn State and uh, Tennessee. So if you're talking proximity to home, wanting to play within your footprint within the SEC, I like the matchup of Zach versus the secondary coach of Tennessee. I just – sorry, man. Um, Willie Martinez does not scare me on the recruiting trip. Yeah. Yeah. Where, did, where was Willie? Was he at Georgia at one point under Rick? He was at Georgia. And, you know, he was with us for a minute underneath Van Gorder. Oh, wow. <laughs> that that then, year kind of – yeah, my mind. Got fired. <laughs> <laughs> all 
And look, I love him, but the most iconic Philip Marshall moment of all time. <laughs> yeah. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> I love PM, but that was awesome. Dude, that is funny. That is funny. Yeah, was awesome. He, he, the stu- I mean, anybody that covered <laughs> Pat Dye moving forward, but getting caught like that, God bless him, dude. <laughs> Nothing ever dies on the internet, PM. No. Uh, <laughs> but you remember BVG? He came in. He was like Atlanta Falcons defensive coordinator. And it was like, oh my god! Yeah, well, will a team yeah. ever score? Huge hire. It seemed like it was huge. It was easily the worst defense we have had in was the that? last <clears throat> years. And then, and then, uh, what's his name? With uh, oh god, what was his name? Oh my god, uh, he's Scott uh, Leffler. Yes. <laughs> hey, y'all know I, um, I coach Don Brady. Wasn't yeah. that him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Back when I coached Tom Brady, uh, yeah. Right now, it, you got Zeke Pike on the field. Why don't you coach him? You know what I mean? He's the head coach at, like, Temple or something, isn't he? Yeah, he's – Bowling he was at Temple. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he was the offensive coordinator at Temple then came to Auburn, and then he floated around. Who was his quarterback for his – was it Kyle Frazier? That it season, was. it was a mix of Clint Mosley and Kyle Frazier. God. Mm, that was and uh, at the end luck. of the year, Jonathan Wallace, who oh. was the saving grace of that season. Yeah, that was, that was 2012, right? Was yeah. probably the best of the three. Yeah, no, no question. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was terrible. And that was why all right, Philip made that face because Van Gorder has been given his end of the year press conference. And he's asking him, you know, what do you think you need to do to improve? He said, well, we need to have SEC football players on the team. That was his response. <laughs> <laughs> that owns me, man. That owns me. I didn't even so know that, that, that was the question. question. Yeah, that was the question. What do you think that Auburn needs to do moving forward to be more competitive? You know, how can we field a better defensive unit? And he said, "It's easy. You got to recruit SEC football players." You, you, you know, just for the record, that was my video. Was that your video, dude? Nobody was doing video back in that day. Hey. You, you took the video. Was I, was, I had I had the shoulder mount, son. The VHS, son. With the little bitty tapes, oh, not the big, man, I, not the big ones, but the DV twos. I can't get enough of it. Uh, JG will tell you this story, man. Tuberville this was back. Tuberville was still here when I when I first started that. Um, it was it was uh, I was with Auburn Auburn Rivals. JG was with the Montgomery Advertiser, and my my camera wouldn't pick up Tuberville because we'd all get around Tuberville, and I couldn't get, couldn't get the audio. So I got a mic. Well, back then I didn't know what a damn mic was. I got one of those things that you clip on your shirt or whatever. Yeah, so I, I took it and I clipped it on the end of a stick, and I reached that stick over. I, I, I go get a stick off the side of the practice field, reach that some bitch over, and get his, get his audio. <laughs> stick. Somebody oh, broke my stick. Somebody broke my stick. It's not a terrible idea, actually. I thought it was ingenious, man. <laughs> ingenious. What's uh anything else, guys? Anything else coming or going? Uh, we've got. I think Keith. Uh, I'm gonna tell you something. Keith wrote about uh, an officer lineman that visited on Wednesday. Janoris Wilson. Janoris Wilson. Yeah. That allegedly got an offer. Yeah. I haven't seen him publicly claim it, but Keith talked to him. And what was his name? Janoris Wilson. Yeah. Wilson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Said he's going to come back for an official visit. Little business like that. Guys, you haven't heard of. Yeah, a guy, uh, another guy that just put Auburn as top ten and hopes to visit is Nequil Betrand. Yeah, I was saying I, Ber- I said Bertrand, I think one time, but it's actually Betrand. We never mispronounce names. No, we it, don't is, it is it is Bet- Betrand. We don't Please do that. be off the show if you're going to do that. <laughs> yeah. I could be still wrong if I'm it's, saying Betrand. It's Betrand. Have, I'm acting like I have confidence though. So you're putting it, the wrong and fastest on the syllable or something, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think he's committed to Colorado as an offensive lineman. Auburn likes him as a defensive lineman. <coughs> I was told. Yes, love him. <clears throat> so really like that guy. I mean, man, the Colorado commitment to defensive line. He'll come in for an official visit. I thought it was Anthony James. Was that the A and M commitment? Yes, yes, the commitment. Yeah, uh, yeah, the commitment. Uh, man, there's so much going on. Auburn's going to have. They had a elite camp Monday. Are they going to have another elite camp on Friday? Yeah, they're yes, going to have the O-line, D-line, elite camp. That's that's right. That's right. There's some kids yes. coming into that. Most most of these camps are for underclassmen, but yeah. you've got a, a handful of guys like Dakari Nelson. Um, who else was – oh, man, poor thing. Did Samaj you go watch? James. Samaj James came in. I wrote about that in the war room earlier. 
he ran a four six wasn't wasn't the speed that Auburn was expecting him yeah, to have. Yeah. But I will say this: he's just seventeen years old. He won't be eighteen until October. He's a sophomore at junior college, so he's still <laughs> a guy who's got a lot of a lot of tools that they're looking for at the wide wide out spot. And, uh, and shit, man, you're not going to get reach your peak speed. Yeah. At 17 years old. What an unfortunate deal that you're already a sophomore being so young. you still got time to develop. So, Yeah, I'm with you. I think that's the unfortunate thing about his recruitment in general is he's losing eligibility on the field yeah. at such yeah. a young age. And, and so immature. I mean, he's so immature. So, I didn't go that far yet. <laughs> Me and Chip Lindsey say it just the same way. Immature. Uh, let's see. So uh, offensive line, defensive line camp was yesterday. Okay. High school elite camp is tomorrow, Friday. Okay. Yep. I'll be there. The, the third. And then they'll have another they'll have another high school offensive line, defense line camp next Wednesday, I believe. That's the one I was thinking of. And then a seven and then the seven on sevens. You know, Tupperville used these camps more for the class. And that was back in the day when you could wait until June of somebody's going into a senior year to really make your move on him. I mean, recruiting so early now, so much earlier than it was when Tuberville was in town. Yeah. Who, by the way, has blocked me on Twitter. Has he really? Tommy Tuberville. Wow. Oh, tube steak. But I, I, you know, it might have been one of those things where, you know, he didn't know what he was doing, but I, <laughs> the hell, I, why would he block me? You know Tubbs doesn't even handle his Twitter now. He's got his, uh, his yeah. up there in D.C. Yeah, summer. probably. Oh, you know what? I might have called him tube steak with J.G. or something. Could we always <laughs> call him tube steak. <laughs> And then one of his little interns in the senator office was like, oh, oh damn, Democrat. <laughs> Maybe he can tell us about the uh, the how to pass a bill now or the three forms of legislation. You know, the, the three forms. Yeah, of- uh, I'm going to hold my breath for that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so camps will be winding up. But, but man, I, you, you know, Jay, you were talking today, or sending us today, like, you know, topics. And I was like, man, it's almost like you've got so much to talk about right now with these official visits. Yep, there's a the lot. 10th, the 17th, the 24th, these next three weekends. I mean, last weekend was was quantity over quality. No, quality over quantity. Yes. Right. Yes. One, yeah, one of those. Yeah. It was. It was definitely one of those two. Quality. <laughs> it was quality over quantity. This week is both. Actually. Yeah. Right. And from here on out. Yes, and, and I'd say it's been quality all the way around. I don't think we brought in one guy that's not an SEC football player. You know, no, yeah. and I would be honest with our with our subscriber fan base or our subscriber base if I thought like, hey, man, this guy's not up to snuff like this guy really can't play. No, it, like I said, these are all these are guys that teams in the SEC are all fighting over. Well, that's why I kind of I, I was paying really close attention to Ian Jafrard because I don't really think they're going to try to schedule an official visit with somebody they wouldn't <laughs> consider taking. You know, no. So they bring him in, and and I wasn't sure if he was a take before that. When I saw he's coming in for an official visit, I was like, well, maybe they're leaning that way, starting to get there. It really seems like they could be after we talked to him too. So um, that I would just pay attention to every official visit that way, consider them one of the highest targets on the board because that's the guys they're bringing in right now. Sure. Also, I would be uh, remiss if I didn't say. Kwame Evans, number four overall player in basketball in the 2023 yes. class, will be in Auburn next week uh, before our next show. K.J. Evans, Jr., uh, five-star, five-star, the uh, the number one. <clears throat> oh, that's the state. Number one player in the state of Maryland. Number four overall. <laughs> you know the the position is power forward to stack when he's the number four overall but the number three power forward. Um, he's coming in June 13th, which would be Monday through Wednesday. And then Aiden Holloway, who is on the brink of a five-star guy, is coming in the 20th. No, the 24th, I think. And, okay. But Bay Fall and Asan Diop are both coming in on the 20th, although some people have reported they were coming in this weekend. That, I was told, was is not happening. They It's been rescheduled to the 20th. These these midweek guys uh, for basketball, midweek visits for basketball, and will uh, will Deron Reed? No, he'll be he'll be Tuesday week, so we'll, we'll have another show before him. We, we'll talk about that. Uh, but anyway, hey, great stuff, man. Before we go, we want to get some how about you's in. I've got I've got several, man. We've had a lot of new signups. Um, 
Got a lot of new guys coming out of the woodwork post and really, really appreciate that. Uh, Jay, do you have any this week? So no how about you. I did have my trivia, but we can skip that. Oh, no, no, dude. No, here's, here's real quick. For sure. Absolutely, man. All right. So let's start with this. And your, what you talked about with Janoris Wilson being a lower three-star kind of got my mind going. So we'll talk about this first. But when you hear guys like his name and a Jeremiah Tellinger who aren't highly ranked, I know a lot of guys start to be like, oh, well, we're not, you know what I mean? We're not in on big guys and things of that nature, and we're taking some lower-level scrub. I want you to think back to the first class of the Gene Chizik era, the first real class. And evaluator extraordinary <laughs> was on that staff. We ended up taking two guys that you covered in Jeremy Richardson, who was a wide receiver. Mm, big time wide receiver. Ladarius Owens, an edge player. Both were high ranked four stars. Philip Lolly evaluated and begged Chiswick to offer instead Jordan Matthews and an edge who went to Clemson by the name of Victor Beasley. Both ended up playing in the NFL. Interesting. And Matthews went to Vanderbilt. Vandy and then played for the Eagles for a long time. He was an awesome fantasy football guy. Yeah, he was. He was great. So what I would say to everybody is apply apply patience sometimes and realize that some of these late bloomers are better than these guys that have been on the camp circuit for forever and have been known about. Trust the eval some. I'm not saying you can't have a whole class filled full of those guys. You know what I mean? That's not going to work. But when you do take a guy like that on a coaching staff that you have that really likes to do their own evaluations – Realize there's a likelihood that they could be better than the way the recruiting saver services see them. Yep. Yep. Now, to the name that coach segment, I'm going to give you guys some stats and you tell me who you think this is. In 2009, they had the 44th ranked recruiting class. In 2010, they had the 39th ranked recruiting class. In 2011, they had the ninth ranked recruiting class. Hmm. What conference? ACC. So 44. I was going to say Dabo. That's correct. Very nice. Very nice. And my point to all of that is I know people are on Harson for the transition class and where we ranked. I think we ended up being 21st that year. Um, last year we were 17th or 18th. 18th. Kind of a slow build. If you give that patience and we show some progress on the field this year, I very much see a rise like Dabo Sweeney in his third year for Brian Harson feeling more comfortable in this position. He's, you know what I mean, as a power five coach in the SEC, understanding the recruiting footprint, understanding what it takes to recruit at this level. So not everybody walks in as Nick Saban. It is a slow build, but that doesn't mean that it can't turn into something that's as good as you could possibly hope for. Yeah. That's good. Good stuff, man. I'm going to give a big old how about you to Jay head for that. Hey, <laughs> earning my spurs here. There you go. All right, Jay head did not have any. He used his how about you's on some, uh, some trivia. <laughs> there we go. Cole, you got to drink a shot of uh, fire water. <laughs> uh, you have any how about you's? Yeah, I got two. All right. I'm going to go with T-Dub um, who called into the call-in show? I don't know if it was this week, two week, a week ago, I guess. Yeah, it was two two shows ago. Yep, I'm gonna give one to him, and I'm gonna go back to my guy Tyler Justice. Oh, Tyler, still that call wrong. in. Man. Reason for Tyler is because he he gave me a couple <laughs> questions on my Facebook Live I did earlier today. Oh man, and I appreciate it. Did she sound hot? Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's right, uh, cool. <laughs> she's she's always into Auburn football, that's for sure. And 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 for the record, I think Jay Head uh, indirectly gave a shout uh, shout out. Uh, but how about you, to Zuni? Yes. And uh, Cole had a AU Mick B K. I'm going to go with B Stew zero seven zero two. These are for uh, some t- some of them were funny, uh, but you probably can't say it on the air. Uh, at Madden God. At Big Barner Brand at the Kid Fourteen, and then we had some new new guys come out in the past week. Uh, Magic Fingers, G G Tarazi, Tarazi, Silent G, maybe I don't know. 
Kind of sounds like paparazzi. Gitarazzi. Ooh, I got a little uh, Italian in me. You heard that? <laughs> Gitarazzi. <laughs> AU student 23. Hopefully the son of AU student 22. Y'all remember, dude? Oh, AU student 22? Yeah. 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 Real time information. Uh, Devil Dog 2003, uh, Marine Corps guy, man. I want, I want to give him a big old how about you, man. Uh, he was posting in Keith's What Do You Do thread yesterday. I thought that was awesome, man. Uh, AU in SoCal, big how about you to him. AU Lion L Men. And uh, you said Tito. Our, our Dingleberry of the Week, man, uh, obviously is uh, wrapped up by Kimasabi, but this week's honor- honorable mention <laughs> Me- Metaphor. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Metaphor, honorable mission, uh, Dingleberry of the Week. Did, mean, did, uh, did his best to uh, unseat Kimosabi. Almost got there. Probably. Uh, I'm not going to give him that code, Dingleberry. Uh, I don't think he deserves it. Kimosabi is far and away the biggest Dingleberry on the board. Oh, yeah. Kimosabi. Yeah. All right, folks. That's uh, okay. He's that awesome. is one hour and 17 minutes. I appreciate the time we all do, man. We, we, we love doing this. We appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we appreciate everybody that calls in on Tuesday night in our call-in show. Uh, really, really appreciate it. If, again, if you're not signed up to Auburn Live on 3, this is it right here. It's basically free, man. It's $1 for four months um, or 50% off an annual, which probably save you money in the long run. But uh, go check us out at Auburn Live on 3. We'll see you Tuesday night on the call-in show. Get your questions ready. We'll have some answers ready. Uh, for Jay Head, for Cole Pinkston, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. Stay out of the left lane. See you.